You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by a co-host of the podcast, Cody Schultz, and head of content and Fansided Entertainment, Natalie Zamora. We've got a great episode for you today. It's been a big week at Netflix. The Circle's back for season two. The first four episodes of the season were added to Netflix this week. So we're going to talk about that. And then after that, we're going to talk about one of the most popular Netflix shows, Bridgerton, because there's been a bunch of news about that this week. So guys, what do you think about The Circle season two? I watched the first three episodes. How much have you guys watched? I watched all four and quickly was like, oh man, I want more. (laughs) I watched two. I couldn't get that. I kind of was like on my phone towards the end and I was like, all right, I'm just going to call it. (laughs) Yeah, I've been through all four and I was like, I have been a big proponent on this show of like the weekly releases. I'm like, that's a great thing. But then I watched all four and I'm like, dang it, I want the next episode. I don't want to have to wait a week now. So I'm like, now they've gone and turned me right back into the other, you know, the majority that's like, oh, I want it all at once because I want it more. Like they're doing a good job of ending the episodes with like cliffhanger their like moments where it's like, crap, what's going to happen next? And so it's like, oh, now I want to know because they kind of, I won't spoil, but they introduce like there's going to be a new twist now to the season, like some kind of power. And oh. I'm like, what this, this is entirely new. So I'm like, what does this mean for the game? I'm like, I need answers now. And now I have to wait until next Wednesday. That's what I hate about reality TV is like, they are so good at like using like the hook for the next episode. And the circle does that. I know like at the end of the first episode, I think I was like, I might stop watching after this. And then they like just ended it in like some random spot. They hadn't picked who was going home. And I was like, man, I forgot that this show does this. I wish that it was like, you know, survivor, someone gets kicked off at the end, but I don't know. Are the, do you guys have any favorites so far? I love Chloe from Too Hot to Handle. She is so funny. Like, I think she's just the perfect reality star. And I love Bryant. Um, mm, the deep breather. Yeah. The cutest little human. Um, those are my favorites. Yeah. Chloe, Chloe was my like, stand. Like, as soon as she came in, like, she's just hilarious to watch. Like, I love her back and forth. Like, even when she's being like fake in the conversations, like how she's got her own commentary going on. Like, she's someone I want to see stick around long just because she's so fun to watch. I didn't watch Too Hot to Handle, so I didn't come into this like knowing what to expect from mm-hmm. her. Um, but I was like very much on board. And I feel you guys missed. I don't think you got to then the whole battle between savannah and uh tara Licia, did you then it like just started like they're kind of like at each other's necks but it's not i watched the truth or dare which was really funny i'm glad <laughs> that they're incorporating like such simple games but because it's reality tv it's so chaotic um so they're interesting yeah, it, it comes to a head by the, the fourth episode, let's just say. I was like, oh, gosh, like, 
I think I've seen like in looking at the reactions on Twitter, people yeah. have been somewhat mixed like reaction. Either they're loving that the people are more strategic and almost like cutthroat this season. Like they're like, mm. this is a game this year. Whereas last year was very much like very social. They were all like buddy buddies. And so it's like, there seems to be a divide among fans so far between like, oh, I love that it's suddenly like there's competition. They're being strategic with who they want to keep. And then there's the others. It's like, oh, it's not as wholesome as the first season. I'm like, I'm definitely in that first boat. I'm like, I love the drama. Like, give me all these twists. It's like, that's what I want in a reality show yeah my next question was gonna be who do you guys not like um so i think that kind of ties in because i don't really like savannah very much i'm team tara leisha in that battle (laughs) same same i liked savannah in the first episode i was like okay she's gorgeous she's really smart she seems cool and then out of nowhere she just turned on all the girls and was just getting annoying so i was like nope (laughs) it's in that sorry Yeah, I think that's like the fastest 180 for a character on a reality show. Yeah, I I too. I was like, oh, because she got like, she was like in the top two, right? So Mm -hmm. like everyone else liked her too. And then it was just like, oh, like I feel like in this show, especially like the power kind of like goes to people's heads like really quickly, probably because they're like not actually seeing any humans or like, you know, like like being on your own and just like thinking about the game has to like take its toll a little bit. Yeah. And she was already an influencer. Like I went on her Instagram page last night and she had a bunch of followers. So she was probably in the mindset of like, I'm going to win this. I know what I'm doing, which like good for her, but it got annoying. Yeah. What do you guys think of? um, So we got like the couple of catfishes. Do you guys, are you in on any of them? (laughs) Emily, I'm a fan now. (laughs) It's so funny. In the beginning, I was like, this is dumb. This guy's annoying, but I think that he's hilarious. Yeah, the catfishes are really good. This I was surprised like when they first started, I'm like, oh, there's more catfishes so far this season than I think almost all of last year because it felt like people wanted to be like their true selves where this year they're like, I'm going to be strategic. I'm going to play as like this other player. It's funny, like, Last year we saw, I can't remember the player's name, but there was another guy who played as his girlfriend. And I know he's playing as a friend, but it's like these guys are doing a good job of almost like inserting themselves, kind of playing that neutral game. And it's his commentary is another one. Like I love like listening to him talk and then he'll send his response and it'll be something else. Um, I'm also, what are you guys' thoughts on Trevor, who I know, I can't remember his wife's name. I know she's catfishing as her husband. Um I, I like her so far. I think she's kind of in the middle ground. I'm going to be curious to see like what's next, like as the episodes continue, if she tries to make some waves. But I feel like that's a hard one to play, like going into the mindset because she made him a single father instead. It's like keeping up. I don't know yeah. how to keep up with lies, I guess is the biggest thing. Yeah. That's and she like almost found out in the beginning because she kept doing hashtag, I'm a fun guy, hashtag single dad. And it's like, stop it. Stop it right now. I know. I think that she could like kind of, she kind of made herself like a threat at first or like people are like, what's going on? And then kind of like walked it back, at least what I've seen. And like, usually when that happens, I feel like that it may be like they could gain some trust moving forward. And then like at the end, be one of like the favorites, especially if she's trying to like play up like the more emotional angles of like the connection. I think that some of the other characters kind of miss that. Like Chloe, I don't think did that very well at all (laughs) like realizing that it's not just about the like how you present yourself to the group but like the little because they like got into it like right away like why didn't you choose me it's like that's probably not the best way to win this (laughs) game 
Yeah, I can't remember which episode if it had if it was in the fourth episode or the third, but I also found it interesting. I didn't know they kind of brought in notes because at one point someone asked her a question as Trevor and she goes like running for her notebook and she's Mm -hmm. like, I have this information from him written down somewhere like it was about like the New York Giants. She's like, I have it written somewhere because I don't know anything about sports. And I'm like, I had no clue that they brought in notes when they were catfishing like from the other person to help them with their role. That never clicked to me until she's like, I got to find this notebook. Oh, that's a really that's a good that's a good strategy you're really diving into the character um let's see we better move on to get to the the big stuff but uh before we talk about all the bridgerton news i just want to mention that netflix life is streaming tv podcast is brought to you by danette may and mindful health llc featuring danette may's top superfood product product from earth echo foods uh cacao bliss Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you are doing something good for your body. Earth Echo Foods start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. They blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result, fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it is friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, Danette May and Mindful Health LLC have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. For up to 15% off, please visit earthechofoods.com slash minute media and use the code minute15. All right, so let's dive in. We've got a bunch of Bridgerton news to talk about. The first, I'm going to toss it to you, Cody, because I know you're a fan. This is what everyone's talking about. Hit us with it. Yeah, so the the big news, of course, well, there's a lot of big news going on, but I feel like the biggest news is that uh, Reggae Jean Page or John Page will not be back for season two. I think everybody really wanted him back. It's It wasn't like surprising to me because when I went into the season, I was like, okay, what's this about? And it's like each book's about the different sibling and their love story. So it's like, it was very much laid out ahead of time that the characters would probably rotate. Like we might not see the same people back every season, but he became such a big, like he was the phenomenon of this show. Like people watched because he took off on the internet. Everyone's talking about him. So the hope was he'd be back. It seems like Netflix tried to get him back. There was rumor that they reportedly tried to do like a three to five episode guest appearance thing and handing out like a decent amount. I think it was like $50,000 per guest spot. Um, and we're talking like, not like a big recurring storyline. He's like, just like maybe some little like guest appearances, but ultimately it just sounds like he kind of wanted that one year deal. He liked the freedom it gave him to kind of come into the role. And so now people are like, Oh, what's next? What, what does that mean? I'm not too, I mean, I'll miss the character, but I, I, I don't feel like the show is going to take too much of a hit. What are your guys' thoughts? So like, I feel like they, they'll be able to pivot easily. Yeah. I think we'll just based on the fact that, you know, it's following a different book and it's a whole different storyline. I think it'll be totally fine. I am personally heartbroken that he will not be in the next season. I mean, I like, it makes sense that Netflix tried to get him back, even if he was barely in the second book, just because like you said, he is the star of the show and I started watching it because he was in it. So um, it's going to be, you know, I'm sure people are going to miss him, but once the drama starts and everything starts happening, I'm sure people aren't going to really care. Yeah. I think a lot of times like it, it, like it stings at first, but like this show seems to like have a lot going on. So I think that they'll be fine. And I think people will watch it or like watch it, especially when it was like one of the most popular shows. I think it'll take a hit on like the viral sensation type thing. Cause like, I don't know. I know they're introducing new characters, but I don't know if you can introduce something, someone like him again, like to go from like zero to like the most popular Netflix star of the year, basically. Like it just seems kind of uh, unfair. 
unfortunate that he's not back. They should have given him a million an episode. Let the record show. That's what I think. Um, so what else do we know about season two? Uh, any any other news? So aside from him, it seems like everybody else should be back this season. Um, all of the you know primary members of the Bridgertons and Featherington family. Uh, there's it's a lengthy list. I mean, there's eight siblings in the Bridgerton alone. So but everyone should be back um, on that end. Even Daphne will be back for some like guest appearances, kind of helping. Uh, the actress's name is escaping me at the moment, but the character of Daphne will be back and involved in this season, kind of helping guide Anthony on his journey to love and all that this season. It feels like like she's going to be his Chris Harrison or the Bachelor Notes <laughs> kind of deal. Like, um, but I guess that's a bad reference with all that going on. So we can we can scrap that. But um, <laughs> production seems to be coming up soon. They, they've announced it's coming spring 2021. And I hate the general sense of things. It's like, can't you just give us like a month? Because seasons can be so broad. Like you've got like the stretch of months that the production could technically start. I feel like if it doesn't start here like this month, we could be looking at like the delayed start. So I'm hoping they actually get started soon. Agreed. Yeah, I think that didn't, there was like a false start. Like people thought someone shared a photo they thought that <laughs> filming had started everyone reported that they were back at work and then they're like wait pump the brakes like no we're not we're like doing like costume fittings i can't remember who said that but yeah and then so we know because the book series it's going to be about anthony right how do you i'll go to natalie for this one how do you feel about anthony and his storyline so far um i'm like semi-invested i think compared to uh daphne and the duke it's hard to be that invested when their story was just so powerful and passionate and addicting and everything but i like anthony so i'm curious to see you know to see more of his personality he seems like a good guy and um I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what happens with him. Sounds good. Yeah, I agree. And they've already, I, I should have wrote it down. I can't remember. They've already cast his like love interest, um, Kate in the new season. Do you, anyone remember who was playing her? Is it not, is it the sex education actress or is she playing something else? No, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Simone Ashley. Um, yeah. I feel like just, I haven't read the books, just watched the show, but like when we were doing research and prep for, of course, the show coming out, like I was reading about the character and it seems like she has the potential to kind of be the same as the Duke. Like she seems like she could be the scene stealer of this season. Cause like they describe her as like that meddling older sister who kind of like asserts herself and is strongly like opinionated. Like she sounds like she's going to be one of those like complicated characters. That'll be just like fun to watch, like stir the pot a little bit, isn't afraid to go after what she wants and what she thinks is best for like her family and herself. So I think that character has potential. And of course they got a great actress to play the character, um, which should be exciting to see. So it'll be interesting to see like, if you do the love interest of the Bridgerton character, like would they continue to be like the ones that people were talking about after the show? That'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know necessarily that Anthony has the, the same as, as Simon, right? The Duke. I don't know if he's yeah. got that going for him. We'll see though. Do you guys think that we'll get to see the season this year? I hope. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's the most like Netflix answer you can give is like, yeah. I just, yeah. it. like give me fingers crossed than later. Right. <laughs> yeah. It would be so nice if it got a December release, just like season one. I feel like the track that they're on right now, they could pull it off, but if there are delays, then probably not. So we're, we're hoping. Yeah. I think it, it works out when Netflix does like keeps a year between, because when they start extending it, that's when the fans get unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, I know we know from experience, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the good thing like that could set it over is it doesn't have like, it's got a shorter run. Like I know they haven't confirmed how many episodes, but I'm anticipating it'll probably be short. Like the first season is only eight episodes. 
So if right. they go the short episode number, like I feel like that would help get the season like finished by 2021. Whereas like when you've got the 10 to 13 episodes, of course, it takes longer to shoot, longer to put in post-production. So I think Netflix is going to do everything in their power to try to get it to fans by like November, December. If it's delayed, I imagine we shouldn't be looking too far into 2022, like January, February, maybe at the latest. It could work as a good Valentine's Day, like if they can't get it, like pushing it back to February. Like this just feels like the perfect kind of release for February. You know that people are gonna are gonna, they're gonna take that and they're gonna think that you just said that it's coming out Valentine's <laughs> Day, right? Uh, <laughs> that we've got some other big news though. We got so not only is season two in the works, but we've got season three and season four renewed at Netflix, which like never happens. Like you, Netflix, I think there's probably a few shows that have like a standing order. Like as long as Stranger Things wants to go, Netflix <laughs> will keep making it. But it seems like Bridgerton is like approaching that territory too, right? Yeah, I was trying to really rack my brain. And like the only time I can think of a big multi-season pickup was The Crown, which of course makes sense because it was winning all the Emmys, getting them all this acclaim. So it's like, and they kind of made it clear that they had a certain number of seasons pictured for the show. I feel like Bridgerton's somewhat in the boat. I'm just like curious because there's eight books in the series. Will they go eight seasons? Because that'll be long. Like Netflix usually stops. You max out like six, maybe seven if you're lucky. Yeah, I feel like season two will be a really good test of like season one, of course, was great. Everyone loved it super popular but if the second season is kind of a flop then i don't know how many people will continue the next two and then of course after that it might just be over yeah agreed (laughs) i think yeah if if it especially when they're changing this like main story like i think that most of the like orange is the new black is like coming to mind as like a show that sort of did that and like really evolved over time and like by the end was not even near as popular it was as it at the beginning so hopefully that doesn't happen for bridgerton so the the third book is titled an offer from a gentleman and it focuses on Benedict Bridgerton. Which one is that? Anyone? <laughs> I think that's the second oldest brother. And because the reason I say that is the third book or the fourth book focuses on Colin. And I know he's the one, he's the youngest brother because that's the one they kind of did the flirting with, with Penelope in the first season. Yeah, I like oh. Colin. I don't know Benedict. <laughs> hmm. I only remember <laughs> two brothers. <laughs> He was the one that was kind of involved with like the art story. Like there was like, he slipped away to like that random, like that. I don't know what like the term was, but where they were having like the, you know, like, I think it was a sex party basically is what it was. Like he's the one that got looped into that stuff. That's that brother. Yeah. I think Anthony and Benedict looked very much alike and I kept getting them confused. Whereas Colleen (laughs) was like younger and cute and everything. That makes a lot of sense. Um, And then, yeah, the fourth book you said is Colin. So he's the one who left right at the end of the first season yeah i believe i can't remember where they wrote him off but yeah they i know he like stepped away to do something and i think it's funny because i think he was the actor who posted like the tweet that got everyone talking and thinking season two was started which makes Mm -hmm. me wonder like will he be back for season two because they kind of left his story like he could be gone this season and then come back later if they wanted to Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be interesting to see like will he just come back at the beginning of the season like I've gone on my journey and like I'm back or <laughs> when will he come back into the fold because I think it's hard with these big ensembles to kind of fit the character stories and you have to really yeah. hone in on which ones you're going to focus on yeah I guess that's like the it, it leads me to like a larger question about like Netflix's like the romantic series how do you guys feel it seems like that if you just look around like the greater tv landscape Netflix is like really investing in these types of shows like how do you guys feel about that are you in are you out are you just like middle I would say I'm like middle I haven't watched really any others I haven't watched Virgin River um 
This one, I kind of just, I joined the hype train very late just because everyone was talking about it. So I was like, all right, let me check it out. But I'm not too big on romance, but Netflix is good at it. And I think they have, you know, a good lineup of it. So if that's going to be, you know, the home and the place for it, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm fully bought in on it. I've, I've, watched, <laughs> I've watched Bridgerton. I've watched Sweet Magnolias. I've watched Virgin River. They give me the two all the boys. Like everything they've thrown out there, I've dived into. Just like, I feel like sometimes, especially in these last couple of years, like you just want that feel good kind of story, which I, yeah. it's it's romance, but like they're just kind of like feel good stories. I think overall, like sure, there's the romance in Sweet Magnolias and in all these other shows, but they're just kind of like uplifting, like not as dark. It's like you need that lightness and these this genre lends itself to that. Yeah, I'm like, like I'm like halfway. I watch them. <laughs> I don't know that I like love all of them. I like a little bit of darkness. Give me some. Give me some murder. That's all I'm saying. No. Um. That's all the time we have uh, today, everyone. Thanks for listening. Remember, new episodes of the Netflix Live podcast are released on Fridays and Mondays. We'll see you guys next time. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.